0: Hey, Burke and I are here to welcome you back to part two. Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. All right, we're back
1: <laughs> after some technical difficulties
0: and a half a bottle of. uh What am I drinking? Oh my gosh, bourbon, bourbon. Oh. Do, you, do you do you do you see the screen? Do you see oh, me?
1: Yeah, the yes, my, I see hand, you and hand. your dual sunglasses. <laughs>
0: It makes it well you have regular it. glasses and what readers on at the same time oh no i have prescription glasses with computer glasses <laughs> on at the same time hang 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 on. Okay.
1: it's good stuff cheers uh.
0: all right so we we had we had the ultimate crash my soundboard started flashing and my camera stopped and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Now I have an eight port USB port where all this shit is plugged in. Ah, okay. And uh hang on, I can't do this. This oh god, I have <laughs> I had three pairs of glasses on. <laughs> sorry. Um, so I I had all this stuff plugged into this a port, and all of that stuff started to go bad, and I couldn't figure it out. So I stopped the zoom, and then all of a sudden, my computer said, "I'm just gonna stop." I I, I think I think I need to stop. Okay. I'm tired. I'm going to take a nap. So, so it stopped. And I turned it back on, and it went, there's no boot system here. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like so, Windows?
1: Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Sorry. So,
0: so I hit the power button again and turn it back on, and all of a sudden, there's 15 drives <laughs> oh, fuck. to choose from <laughs> on the screen. And not one of them says, "Hey, this is the Windows drive." <laughs> it's ninety-seven letters and numbers. Oh, WC God. ninety-seven forty-four seventy-four one 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 seven two. Your dick is small. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like it was showing you every single partition on every single drive. And you got like five
0: drives. Oh God! I've, I've got nine drives in this thing. So needless to say, um well, you know what it's a good thing that Burke and I started early today.
1: Um, <laughs> and you were bitching at me, why are we started so early.
0: Well <laughs> I, I, <laughs> what the
2: <laughs> fuck
0: else? Um and that's like that's like one of my two USB three Ports. Oh man. The rest of them are USB two. All right. So I'm I'm gonna call I'm gonna call Cyberpower up tomorrow and and go, hey, I have one of your computers and it fucking sucks. So I think you need to look at it because I can't have another show fucked up because of your stupidity. I'm just going to talk to him like the guys on the golf course talk to me. <laughs> That's a great background, my friend. All right, sir. We are up to your number 13. <laughs> I, I don't even remember what my number 14 was. What What the hell was it?
1: Oh, oh Kate Bush. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that. Sorry. All right. Sorry. If you can't tell from that little snippet there, um, well, actually, they could guess. Yeah, they could guess. And uh, this is uh, 1980. Um, I didn't want to. I, I love her first major song that came out, but this one just rocks a little harder. And I think I think Joan Jett and the Blackhearts is a kind of an underrated band. Um, and i've just always loved her stuff this is 1980 do you want to touch me is the name of the song you're recording right
2: got
3: it.
1: i hope Sweet. It's a good drum beat.
0: It has a great drum beat. Well, the thing about Joan Jett is that it was it was hard rock, but it was rock that the audience could really get into. It was a great it was a great riff. Yep. Yeah. But- and she's
1: another one of those singers that puts it all out there, man, every time. She has so many good songs, you know, like Bad Reputation, Crimson and Clover. I hate myself for loving you. I mean
0: mm. 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 I mean Joan Jett, Tap Panatar, Blondie, all of those had bad riffs in their songs
1: every time the runaways I mean the runaways is a great group there's nothing smooth about that it's all crunchy and
0: it's all good Hang on, here we go with that damn crunchy word again. <laughs> what the hell, man? Is everything crunchy? Yeah,
1: it's like crunchy peanut butter. It's 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 tasty, but it's got some. Cr- it's a smooth and crunchy at the same time, man. It makes it all good. It's like salty and sweet. <laughs> okay,
0: okay, okay. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to stop your video. Here. No, you're
1: good, man. You, let's go with your number 13, man. We got some stuff to roll through here.
0: Jesus Christ, do we actually have to roll through it? Well, we want to get through a little bit of it. Um, okay, so on my 14, I had this, this fabulous woman named Kate Bush, who was absolutely dropped dead Incredibly awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, I I had to do a lot of thinking to see who I could have come up behind her. Um, and I kind of came up with this.
1: This sounds familiar. So this this song, this this song came out. She she definitely shows a lot more vocal range in this one, which I love.
0: This song came out on the House of Love album in 1985. This is running up that hill. This song never made it past 40 in the U.S. top 10 top 100. It was was
1: not a pop song, but it doesn't matter because it's it's freaking awesome.
0: Well, come 2022, you have Stranger Things come out. This song, which was written in 1985 37 years later, 37 years later, hits number one on the top 100 in the u.s (laughs) it's number one in the top 100 in the uk it's number one in the global 100. we will have to bring this we'll have to bring this one up in
1: our next
0: podcast too this song is timeless and i'm telling you lisa i know i i'm sorry I I love you to death. You introduced me to some of the best damn music (laughs) I ever knew. Listen to this. Oh, I know. You know, you got to thank Stranger Things for for bringing Kate Bush to the forefront. Mm-hmm. But there's several shows: The Royals, uh, Supernatural. There's there's all these shows that bring music out to the forefront that never would have been heard before, and is now is now top. Kate Bush has a number one hit. <laughs> never finally, one, finally. Never, never had a number one hit all the way through her career. And then she comes up with this. I mean, this woman's work was was a fabulous song for, and was in a Kevin Bacon movie. Oh, and yeah. And didn't make it to the number one. That's, that's telling you how ahead of the times... She was. Oh, yeah.
1: Absolutely. So, no. uh,
0: I okay. So that's my number 13. I am done gushing on Kate Bush. <laughs> um, I you, did... you can't, you can't do it enough, man. She's phenomenal.
1: Oh, my God. She's phenomenal. All
0: right. Um, uh, let's see. Where am I at? 13. I'm at my number 12. I oh, think. we are on Burke's number 12, ladies and gentlemen. Ah. Uh, I'll I'll let you go.
1: All right. This is a lady who is from Akron, Ohio. Had to go over to Great Britain to perfect her I don't know, sound or whatever, her band. Um and then just put out some phenomenal music. I I honestly could put her first album the entirety of it in one they could be my favorite song is the first album. And, and that whole album, it, it just blends. The, each song blends into the next one. It's brilliant. Um, they actually won a uh, Grammy for the one song that has no lyrics on that album called Space Invaders. Um, but this song here was one of those weird songs that MMS, or MMS or WMJM, I can't remember. They used it in their promos further you know listen to our rock station everything um this is the pretenders and it is the song mystery achievement from 1979. Being a bass player in a garage band in high school, I learned this riff right off the bat because I love this song. The guitar
0: you're muted all right Chrissy Hines is originally from Akron Ohio and uh, here is a very neat fact for many people she still lives there yeah and right downtown my brother and I, Mike, my brother, my brother, the uh, pickaway prison, uh, we went to see Bruce Springsteen and uh, the Seeger Sessions Band. It was not the E Street Band. They were actually doing folk art, and as we were walking in... I ran into Chrissy Hines. Wow! Blossom Music Center, right in the front entrance. I was like, Chrissy, holy shit!
1: <laughs> Here we go, wave it. Drums and guitar playing off each other is so good. There's that slight punk influence there from the UK. Yeah, it's so good, man.
0: I mean, it's rough.
1: Never lets up, man.
3: But every day, every night, every night I the
1: Voice is I so smooth and melodic in the back. It's just a great kind of juxtaposition to the song, man. Old chaos, man, it's awesome.
0: Well, there you go. Mm,
1: so good. Ah. <laughs> mm, mm,
0: mm. uh, <sighs> You know what? You know what I've noticed Mm. is that as as we've gone through this, we're on we're on my twelve. What eleven now? What am I?
1: Your twelve should be.
0: All right, so I'm on my twelve. Um, there's there's been no scorpions. Bob's favorite band. Bob's not here. I, I, I know, but I know the love you have for Bob.
1: It's just unimaginable. Just, just, just <laughs> You can't
0: fathom the amount of love. Just never fucking ends, man. It's... <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen.
0: My number twelve comes to you from nineteen eighty-nine. Ooh. Yes. The album is a self-named album called, good. called Skid Row. Uh the song was written by Sebastian Bach. And it is I remember you
1: this is a great song i got i not a big skid row fan this is a great song Another example of crunchy and smooth at the same time it's it's all good
0: but well, the, the, the thing about skid row is that it, it it's beyond crunchy this is this is probably the biggest cross between hard rock and and that that rock that love rock that we had through the 80s you know with with like poison uh Every Rose Has a Thorn. Yeah, it seems
1: like every, like every heavy group that did a
0: ballad, man, they did a great, great job of doing ballads back oh, then. Oh, big time, big time. And, and Skid Row, I, here's what I'll say about this song. This song hit, uh, made it all the way to the the number six position in the top one hundred. Which is really not bad. No, not at all. For for a song like this. You know, you had Cinderella. You had Poison. You had Bon Jovi. You had rat. all of these. Yeah. Rat. You had all of these slaughter. Mm-hmm. You had all of these bands coming out at the same time. And when they put a ballad out, it was incredible. Listen to... Listen to the guitar in this. This this is as good oh, yeah. as Guns N' Roses was. Oh yeah. Um I I I don't You know when we originally did the top fifteen, this didn't even hit it. But as I went through my depression stage today <laughs> yeah, yeah Um Sadly Sebastian Bach is no longer with Skid Row But because he wrote the song He is still allowed to sing it while he's on tour and and both Skid Row and Sebastian Bach played in Las Vegas the other day And if you go to YouTube you can actually find the video where they compare Skid Row and Sebastian Bach doing Skid Row, or doing I Remember You. This was a great song in the 80s. It really was. It really was. This was something that you listened to and you were like, God, I want to fall in love. And then we hit the 90s, and we went, well, fuck that shit. <laughs> I- oh, listen to this.
1: He's got an amazing range, man. Uh, he's a he's, good singer.
0: Dude, he's got pipes. He's got pipes. I I have to wish him uh, I wish him the best. I I am so sorry he got screwed like he did by Skidrow. Uh you know, th- this is yet another band that goes through and and screws the major talent because of drugs or alcohol or whatever it is. Yeah. Um I, I really wish him the best because he he's got a great voice and he's he's cleaned his ass up. That's cool. Yeah, uh, he was on that Dr. Drew's uh, uh, drug rehab thing. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, on that note, that was my number twelve. How about you and your number eleven?
1: Well, this song. Technically came out in 1979, but charted in the 80s and the 2000s or the 10s. I can't remember. It's one of those that keep coming back, and it probably should be another song on our songs that popped into movies and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, And it's another one of those songs that I, when you hear it, I just got to stop and just listen to it and experience the whole song. It's got another killer backbeat. Um, Great guitar riffs. Uh, It's when you listen to the lyrics, however, it's a little, little cringy. And and you're like, uh, I don't know if I should like this song after listening to the lyrics, but it's got a great beat. I gave it 75, 1979, The Knack. And this is my Sharona.
0: Do love you the, remember doing this in the roller skating rink? Nah, that was a little
1: past my time. The Bee Gees were big when I was roller skating, so damn, you're old. Yep, I love this song. You got the crescendos, then the decrescendos. It like it, it rises, it falls, it comes back. It, 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 it's another smooth and crunchy song that just you know, and the, the guitar solos at the end are just. Great. And there's like little guitar riffs in the middle of this thing that are just phenomenal.
0: Crunchy. It's all crunchy.
1: I love this bit too, man. Oh,
0: turn it up. Turn it up.
1: If high, bring it back down. Start building again. Another song that popped up in movies later on that we can bring up in another podcast I, I
0: I see a podcast coming up that's gonna be very interesting and what I'm really looking forward to is seeing the reaction to uh, the younger crowd yeah uh, with with I, I I mean because I'm sure there's songs that they don't realize were here long before they started playing with themselves Did you just say playing with themselves? No, I no, I wouldn't say that there.
1: <laughs> that is one of the great things about like having you know daughters, younger you know kids like they're listening to the songs and you're like. Would you like to hear the song that's based on Like What would you like to hear the song that was sampled from what they just have no clue. And it's great to expose them to the
0: roots of all the stuff that they like. So, yes. All right. I, I guess we're up to my number 11 here. Yes. Um, yes, we are. I have played the song many times on our podcast. Uh, the, Person. Oh, wait. No, we're not doing that again. Uh, we could. I love it, man. The, the person that sings this song came from a band called Ultravox. Ooh. Uh, w- Ultravox was a great progressive rock band in yes, the 80s. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. Uh, this song, I have used many times on the show for for different reasons um I, it's just really extremely well written uh and and it pertains to life that that as we're leading it right now um the the, the crap and shit that we're going through right now uh whether you're you're on one side or the other it's it's just all stupid and and i think that the song has a very pertinent meaning uh for those that that believe in religion and and don't uh but you know at at some point in time the entire world has to come together and believe in something um anyways this is this is a song called uh, Dear God by Midger And it was written in 1988 Well, wow. Thank you very much
2: Dear God Is there somebody out there Is there someone
3: to heal my prayer I'm a simple to say. Is there some point in asking, asking for more? Only God it's where we are
2: today. Lost and alone and afraid.
0: So, oh, I listened to this song, and I, I don't know exactly what Masure is trying to say. Uh, I, I'm not trying to push religion on uh, on the world, but the point that I get from him is. There, there should be equality in the world And, you know whether, whether you believe in God or not Or, you know, any of that It's all about Building a world That's equal for everyone The, the
1: lyrics kind of give me a vibe Of Imagine from John Lennon Yes,
0: very much so uh, I mean, uh, this was written in the 80s when we were fighting for hunger around the world. You know, the song still has meaning now. Oh, yeah.
2: And we need to know something good, though all of go on.
1: Crunchy. Did he uh, have any writing credits on any of the like the, the those big songs like uh We're the World or anything like that? Because it oh, sounds yeah. okay.
0: Yeah, I mean I uh, here's the thing. Mitcher um was the the lead singer for Ultravox, but he wrote hundreds of songs. Uh and, and yeah, he he has credits for tons of songs that he didn't even sing. And
3: is there somebody out there? Is there someone to heal my prayer?
0: He was he is just like a, a he's like Peter Gabriel. Uh, a man who's on a mission to to stop stupidity. Good luck. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But I mean, you got to try. You, you have to give the guy a lot of credit for even trying. Um, you know, uh, he, his lyrics are incredible. Even when he was writing for Ultravox, uh, he wrote about stuff that trying to change the way that things were happening. Um, And ultimately, I think that was the demise for Ultravox. People
1: didn't want to hear political songs. They wanted to hear dance songs, but
0: whatever. Right. But anyways, that was mid-year 1988. Dear God, we are up. To my friend burke's number 10 remember we're in the top 10
1: oh my god finally
0: <laughs> are we gonna, are we gonna make it <laughs> oh. hey, we're, hey we're gonna make it we're gonna make it again you know, i've been drinking water
1: i i've been drinking pop like like i've been trying to alternate i'm, I'm trying to be good all right so this technically doesn't quite oh, fit hey our
0: hey hold, hold on Do we hold need on wait to break yeah, um, because we're in the top ten. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, let's take a quick break. I I know that for you and I, we just <laughs> broke. But but in all of the editing with all the bullshit and all that, there. Oh God, you have to actually edit. That yeah. sucks for you. Yeah, I know. I know. All right, know. Um, all right,
1: folks. We're going to take a quick break. We will hold... be right
0: back. Ooh, hang, hang on. Let me. Uh... Let me see what what I have here because I loaded something. Oh, oh! That that I probably shouldn't have. Oh, oh no. good.
1: Oh shit!
0: <laughs> there we go. That sounds normal. All right, Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back and we will get back to the top Everybody ten. Oh, dear God. Voted.
2: Everybody rolls with the fingers crossed. Everybody knows that the war is over. Everybody knows that the good guys lost. Everybody knows the fight is fixed. The poor stay poor and the rich get rich. That's how it goes.
1: This reminded me of Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. It's not. I know, but it has that vibe.
0: from the movie you two rattle and hum I actually I actually went and saw this movie at the University of Akron theater with Carrie. H- <laughs> Who was absolutely drop dead gorgeous. I think she was gay. Who cares? Uh, uh, Well, she was either gay or she was actually smart enough to stay away from me. Meh. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. up so.
1: i had to switch i the the, <laughs> the whiskey i was drinking made me want to drink bourbon so i've switched over to bourbon now okay I, so it's good whiskey i just i want
0: more yeah i know i know, I know. all right sir um not trying to drown out Bono and his uh that that, that was bad by Bono uh U2. Mm-hmm. Uh if you want to see it live, go ahead and look at uh look at uh U2's Rattle and Hum. Uh fabulous pictorial or videotoral i'm done talking about that anyways what's your next song <laughs> uh
1: doesn't quite fit into our whole is i think it was actually technically out of college but very freshly out of college but god damn i love this song uh this is from 1991 so technically you were in college still um and this is the red hot chili peppers and this is Still my absolute favorite song. And once again, one of those things where you get this hard rocking group and they do a ballad and it just kills it. And this is Under the Bridge.
0: Yeah, I guess that's going to stop. What? No, oh, there we go. You're killing me, Smalls. I I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I am I, I actually pressed the This was my fault. I was running my uh my speed test to make sure that I was not fucking up here.
2: the streets cause she's my companion I walk through the hills cause she knows who I am she sees my
1: love the steady drums and the slightly syncopated bass beat. It's just so good together. To You're muted. To that
0: you know, the, the lyrics
1: are interesting.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, it's an
1: ode to Los Angeles and his hometown, but
0: well, it, it's an ode to, to Los Angeles, but it's also kind of, uh um, kind of a love song. Yeah, he, well he's explaining the fact that he's lonely. Um.
1: smoothie than crunchy, but oh, it's such a
0: great song. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say to you anymore. <laughs> a little bit more smoothie than crunchy. Uh, I feel like we're talking about fucking peanut, peanut butter. butter. It's all about the
1: peanut butter. Quit playing with my chords,
0: cat. <laughs> well, that's why cats do. I eh, know. Um, Uh, the red hot chili peppers were never high on my list, dude. That's okay. I just this
1: one song just. I mean, I I love the whole album, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. It's a great, great album, but this song just always stood out. For years and years and years, for me, I, I absolutely love this song.
0: Okay, okay. Um, I can understand it. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's good stuff. I don't care who you are. Yeah, <laughs> not, not my cup of tea. I'm sorry. That know, right, the, man. That's the first song that I've heard. Tonight, out of all of our our songs, that I sat back and I went, Yeah, meh, meh, just not a fan. Uh, It's
1: all right, man. uh, Different strokes.
0: Well, that's what I thought. (laughs) All All right, sir. We are moving on to my next one.
1: What else do I have to say? Uh, never in a million years would I thought this would be on your top ten.
3: Every now and then I get a little bit lonely and you're never coming around. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit tired of listening to the sound of my
0: teeth. All right, hang on. Why? Why? She's... It's she's not... It's not... It's
1: not prog rock. It's not progressive it's not depression i it's, i i don't know i just never i especially your top 10
0: i just never uh, saw this beat on your top 10 don't okay. get me wrong i love this song okay uh so everyone knows this is bonnie <laughs> tyler uh this came out in 1983 it was written by jim steinman uh yeah okay yeah i get that uh It was actually the number one single on her faster than a speed of night album. This song has been premiered in over 200 films, 200 films. This song has been in. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, well, you know what? I, I do kind of understand why Burke, Burke is a little bit miffed at this. Being miffed. I'm amazing. just kind of amazed.
1: I mean, I, I love this song also. I just didn't see it on your top ten.
0: And that's all. This was probably, in 1983, the best ballad ever made. It rivaled uh, uh, Fleetwood Mac. Uh, Fleetwood Mac had um, what was that song uh, that she came out with in 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 '83? It was like the same year, and uh, Bonnie Tyler's "Total Eclipse of the Heart" blew it away. You
1: make love and fun, maybe I don't know. I can't remember.
0: Yeah. Anyways, this is my number ten. This is Bonnie Tyler's. Total Eclipse of the Heart oh,
3: Every now and then I get a little bit nervous That the best of all the years have gone by Every now and then I get a little bit terrified And then I see the look in your turn eyes around. Oh, Got it.
0: Wow I mean I I mean think about it This is is 1983 Your biggest star at this point in time Is Neil Diamond And, And all of a sudden you get this woman This Welsh woman To come out with this graspy voice and, and just blow you away with a song that, that just tears at the heartstrings. That's
1: a great tune, man.
0: It's an incredible tube. I mean...
1: Didn't they use this in Deadpool? Yes. That's just all the... That's all the accolades you need.
0: unfortunately for her
2: it was the only hit she
0: ever
1: had not the greatest video in the world but she's another one of those singers at least in that song and she is just putting herself out there she's throwing all of the emotions into her voice that she can it it, it, it works it really does I, I, I mean you gotta think about it. that
0: raspy voice is not gonna last forever and
2: she,
0: she probably had 30 years of making that voice work um, yeah.
1: now unfortunately I, to all you folks at home I, I sent a video to scott just now it's the literal version of this video and it will forever ruin this song for scott you should not listen to it tonight you should listen to it tomorrow you will laugh it is hilarious i uh yeah
0: well post that on the website <laughs> uh all right sir we actually have we actually have a little bit more time okay i'm going to do this
1: one then number burks, 9
0: burks number 9
1: i think this was a band i was introduced to by carl and jenny and I have seen live at least twice possibly three times and this guy is a he's a perfectionist when it comes to the sound that he wants put out there and he he's really just a solo act with a bunch of guys that he hires for a backup band um, he is he has done. Songs, I think i have gotten into movies. He's done s- soundtracks for entire video games. Um, this is Trent Reznor, Kyle, uh, Cleveland guy, bless his heart, Nine Inch Nails 1989, Head Like a Hole. Bound and-
2: No, you can't take it, no, you can't take that away from me, no, you can't take it, no, you
1: As we have talked about before this is dance music on horribly wrong um this guy's just really he's kind of like prince in his ultimate perfectionism in the exact sound that he wants out of songs it really shows um just oh god it it, this is there's no smooth this is all crunchy on this stuff man
0: jane's addiction tool Nine inch nails. All three of them have lead singers that are so much perfectionists. It makes it makes the music better. I mean, I remember many nights sitting in Thursday's bar dancing to this song. Oh yeah.
1: there's so many other good i mean he did his song showed up in movies and he had a bunch of like people in his videos too like uh christina ricci showed up in uh, the perfect drug and just so much good stuff came out of this he did the soundtrack to the video game of quake which was this the third doom Oh my god that that was the best soundtrack to a video game I've ever listened to in my life. It was phenomenal.
0: You know I, it's it's one of those bands. It's kind of like YouTube. They are timeless. This song will be around 20 40, 80 years from now. Oh yeah. and it will still be as big as it is now.
1: all right man you got a number nine coming up what is Fuck. your number nine
0: damn dude you're going away before the end of the song i know right uh, I... all right number nine this uh how did i fall in love with this uh kelly ray <laughs> Kelly Ray Paz hooked me up with this album, and um, I I kind of fell in love with with the band. Uh, this is from the album Upstairs at Eric's. Yes.
2: Looking from a window above it's like a story of love can you hear me came back only yesterday i'm moving farther away want you me
1: We had Depeche Mode in this one. Okay.
0: When well, well, hold on here. What?
1: The former Depeche Mode band member in this band. Yes.
0: Former Depeche Mode, but erasure. When oh, yeah. Almost this entire band is erasure. Uh, they got rid of Alison Moyet for... I don't know what reason, <laughs> um, and they became erasure. So, all the way through my college experience, we 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 all met in the atrium of Gassetta Hall in the <laughs> University of Akron, <laughs> and. Back then we had boom boxes Or we had Walkman Oh god, yeah
1: The Walkman experience was awesome (laughs) So
0: We would sit there We would play Euchre And somebody would have a boom box That we would sit there and play This song Was played almost daily then I, I was hanging out with uh Kelly and her her roommate over on Catherine's place. Gaz was constantly played on the front porch while we sat around drinking, having a good time. Uh, Did you put
1: roommate in quotations?
0: But yeah, because I wasn't officially a roommate. I kinda slept on the couch. Um I kinda had this thing. Oh, by the way, Vince Clark wrote this. Ooh. Vince Clark from Erasure. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um Yeah, I it was very hard to figure out my relationship with uh with kelly um you and me both man you and me both uh to this day i still love her i think she's a great woman um, she's a sweetie yeah uh I, I i i still 40 years later don't know what the <laughs> hell <laughs> Move on, man.
1: Just move on.
0: <laughs> Kelly, are we still dating? No. Jeez, man, I'm a fucking dumb. <laughs> the
1: Is there still a chance? Do you still like <laughs> me? <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance? There's a chance. No, no, there's not. <laughs> All right, man. I got another song yes or band or album tell me
0: tell me what you're gonna tell me what you're saying
1: 1979 but most of these songs charted in the 80s and oh dear god uh, i have always loved this band i have always loved this album i have loved all the songs i've had this on lp cassette eight track and dvd and now digital media uh, i've got i could have i could have done the whole album as my favorite song cuz it just flows from one song to the next so it is a, a a toss up between the song moving in stereo and you all you are all i've got tonight from the cars 1979 album The cars. Okay, that's uh, not playing. There we go. And if you've ever seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High, you will immediately remember this song.
0: Well, there we go. I'm going to go in the corner and play with myself.
2: Oh. Lights the same. I'm moving in stereo. Lights the same. Except for my shoes. Lights the same. You're shaking like a tram. All right.
0: Before we go any further, I have to say this. Uh, we record our our uh our show in mono. Um the first minute of this entire song you need to listen to in stereo because it is going from left ear to right ear to back left to ear. To left
1: ear back to
0: right ear. Oh it's, yeah, it's it's really It's Freaking phenomenal, and I apologize that we don't record in stereo, um, but this this is incredible.
2: Life's the same, I'm moving in stereo, life's the same, except for my shoes, life's the same, you're shaking, I travel around, life's the same, it's all inside.
1: has got great synth, great bass, great drums. This song is just amazing. If you never listen to this whole album, pull it up on YouTube and listen to the whole album from to end. It's just amazing.
0: So, so, the Cars, uh, I, well, their lead singer just died this past year. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, Rico Kasich died? Yes. Oh, God. I feel old. I can't remember. I, he just died.
1: The cool thing about this album was like he was not the main singer in this album. They they shared it all. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Oh God, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Uh, oh All the good ones are gone, man. Yeah, I think he died of COVID. he's a little before COVID, man. Hold on. yeah you never. He had been recovering from surgery. Died from natural causes.
0: Don't believe him.
1: Hypertensive heart and coronary artery disease. Don't believe him. He parted a little too hardy back in the day, perhaps. Just a little. Just a little bit. Ah, such good stuff. Alrighty, man.
0: Um all right, we're up to my number eight. It's it's still early in the evening. For you? What are you talking about? I'm not hammered yet. How about you? <clears throat> oh, you're hamm- Dude, you should have been drinking water while my computer I, was broken. I was. Mm. White cup water.
1: That look. I'm, I'm drinking that. That's not alcohol. That's just what the pop. hell is
0: that? It's pop. It's pop. That's the best possible
1: stuff to mix with gin right there.
0: None of us say pop down
1: here. Sorry, soda. It's the best soda to mix with gin ever. All right. All
0: right. Scott's number eight. Scott's number eight is here. Ladies and gentlemen, um, here, I'm going to tell you a little story before I play this. That man named Jed Yes sir Actually about a a man named Bob And uh, a man named Scott (laughs) Uh, On top of me uh, Myself and I um, So Scott Tillman And Bob Kavanaugh Were my two best friends In high school This is before I met you that was some slosh in there, my friend.
1: I'm so sorry to not mute my mic,
0: my bad. So, Scotty, Bob, and myself all worked at Taco Bell together in high school, and uh, we, would, we would close. We'd close at two o'clock in the morning, I think it was two. <laughs> uh, we would proceed to go to my house, park in the parking lot in my mother and father's minivan.
1: <laughs> the Wait, the awesome minivan?
0: Well, actually, we started in the not-so-awesome minivan. Oh, okay. But we moved into the m- awesome minivan uh, later on. <laughs> Uh, and and we would sit there and and consume beverages, malted beverages, me like the uh,
1: uh, Sprite.
0: Oh no, there were
1: malted, uh, mm. like uh, uh, uh root beer. Mm, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I I it was root beer without the root. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. So- here was the thing, Scott Tillman what made it into the grandfather clause. So <laughs> he could buy alcohol at 18. Oh uh, yes. Yes. Where Bob and I could not. That was
1: me too. I was always grandfathered in for the last stuff. It was awesome.
0: So so Scott Tillman became like our best friend.
1: Of course he did. Of course he did.
0: Well yeah, I love you, man. <laughs> well um so we would all hang out we would play different songs. Um I was big on Marillion, uh Scott Tillman was big on yes, and Bob Kavanaugh was big on Bon Jovi. Yeah. And we kind of came up with a theme song for the three of us. <laughs> and it goes a little like this.
2: There's one thing that you can always believe in, and that's that's dreams. So tonight, dedication, blood on blood. I was just a kid
1: Putting this on my speakers for my wife, but she's gone because she loves Bon Jovi. Oh, she. Where's your wife? I don't know. I don't know where she went. Probably getting a shower. I don't know if I've ever heard this song from him.
0: Well, you you know what? That's that's really not surprising. Um, This was a B-side song. It was never mainstream, but like I said, it it was pertinent. It was pertinent to the three of us, And, and we actually we actually wrote our own lyrics. For certain parts of the song um, it, 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 You're about to hear a, a section where, where where he Where he says something and, and we changed the lyrics to Well Bobby is an uptown lawyer And Scotty is a businessman And <laughs> me I'm just a fucked up lighting designer In a shitty little <laughs> New York theater and and I mean every night, dude, this was every night we would sit in that van and we would scream this song as <laughs> loud as we could. Um that it was it was a bonding moment like like you and I had our bonding moment in college. Yeah. And, and you and I will always be brothers. It's just they, that's the way it is. I don't, I don't care. You could say the stupidest thing in the world to me, and I'm like, I'll still love you. <laughs> Those guys, it, it doesn't matter. We we pop on this song, and it it's all good. Doesn't matter what the fuck we did to each other.
1: My wife loves this band, and I I piss her off (laughs) because (laughs) I constantly say that every single song is cliche rock. Every rose has its thorn. Every song he does as popular is a cliche. This is the first one I've heard that is not a cliche. I'm kind of impressed.
0: Bobby is an uptown lawyer. Scotty is a businessman. Me, I'm just a a shitty little lighting designer in a shitty little New York theater. All right, I, you know, I, I can understand your position with this. Your (laughs) wife and I see it differently.
1: Nah, that's why yeah, Like I say, all
0: his popular songs Are definitely cliches Well, you see, this is this is why I really think that this is why Bob, Scott, and I Picked this song It wasn't popular No, not at all It, it wasn't one of his hits And I'll tell you what Fantastic lyrics All about Three guys that grew up with each other Who will constantly love each other And uh, I, 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 did a, I did a show Not too long ago And, and Bob Kavanaugh Wrote a letter uh, for, for the cast to, to read Before we did the show And in that letter Bob, Bob was like Here's the thing Scott, Scott and myself, no matter what happens, will always be there for each other. If I called Bob tomorrow and said I needed help, he would be down here in no time. Scott's a little bit different because he's in Germany, Um, but that's just might take him a little longer, but yeah, yeah, he'd be there. But that's just, I mean, we went through so much shit as kids being picked on, being being treated like shit because we were a little bit fatter or we were a little bit too skinny that we will always protect each other. So, there it's you go. Good. That's that's yeah, all good, man. Blood on Blood by Bon Jovi, released in Sept. Released on my birthday in 1998, <laughs> September 19th, 1998. Uh, written by Bon Jovi, Richie Sambora, and Desmond Child. All right, sir, we are up to.
1: <laughs> Oh, God. Are we going to get through this? I'm I'm fading, man. Um, I've been drinking water for the past half hour. I'm drinking pop and it's not helping, man. Um, Oh, my God.
0: You have some weird songs on your list, dude. Yeah.
1: What the hell? Well, I don't know what to tell you. This next guy
0: is gay. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I got to cut that one out.
1: No, we, we, he was. And that's not. <laughs> that's public knowledge. Who cares? I mean, half the people on our list probably sucked a couple dicks, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> whatever.
0: Okay. okay. You are drunk. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I don't care. No, I says this guy had an absolutely killer voice. Um, Lyrics were always good. In 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 this first band, it was it was good stuff. It was happy and upbeat and poppy and whatever. When he went out on his own, man, he just really branched out, and his stuff was phenomenal. I've got two songs, but definitely this song is probably the best representation of his vocal stylings and this one's like just a little out there because it's like he did the whole video in black and white and it totally worked this is 1987 and it is george michael and his kissing a fool Few songs that is not crunching on my
2: list. (laughs) It's all soon.
0: What a great voice. I mean, dude, when he was with, when he was with Wham, uh, the harmonization between the two was incredible. But when he went solo, you were actually able to, to really delve into his voice.
1: And, and this one is just so out there. It is that 1930s vibe it is wow oh, the, the swooner kind of song it's so good i mean like well it, it is a
0: crooner song
1: yeah i mean it, father figure would have been you know like i have this and father figure but this song is just so good on so good and pure it, it is just a, an
0: amazing piece of music See, I I really like Kissing a Fool because it's it's a crooner-style song, but he's totally enveloping himself into the song. Yeah, he shows
1: off his whole vocal range. He, he brings it down he throws himself out there he brings it back down it's just a great piece of music all the way around
0: Michael Buble
1: uh will never achieve this amount of awesomeness.
0: Because he doesn't have the power that's there. Right, I, I'll say it. I guess I'll be the one to say it. Um, this is a gentleman who who died way too young. Yeah. Uh, just an incredible voice. Uh, yeah. I have I have no inhibitions uh, about the the shit that he went through. You know, everyone everyone makes mistakes. Um. He, yeah, I
1: mean, he was. He was at a rough time in his situation, and yeah, he well, did some it, weird thing. Whatever. Uh, today, had he been popular today or whatever, I don't think he would have gone. He would have done the dumb stuff,
0: well, and
1: it wouldn't have been as big a deal.
0: Uh, uh, Paul. Uh, uh, Paul Rubens. Um, Paul Rubens was basically in the same position that, that this gentleman was in, except for uh, George Michael was in this position to hide who he was. Yeah. And, and, you know, I've, I've always been this advocate of, of if you're what you are, just just live it. Live that life. Um don't hide in the back closet. then you
1: back then you couldn't. In the eighties well, and early nineties, you could not get
0: away with that shit
1: a hundred percent.
0: And and that's you know what uh, the friends that you and I had were um well they weren't famous. They they could get Mo could get away with being yeah, he gay. didn't care. I mean, and,
1: and, and that poor guy hid his shit from his parents for so many
0: years. Dear God, yeah, uh, it's. Uh, but George Michael was a different situation where he couldn't come out.
1: No, like the the, the even his his record company was like, no, 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 you got to be the heartthrob for girls. Is like, I that's, that's not me, and they didn't care. They didn't give a fuck.
0: Uh, anyways, anyways, I, I, I really feel that, that society was what killed George Michael. Mm. Um, and, and that's a sad thing.: Yeah. Um, we're on Burke's number seven.
1: That was my number seven, and we're yeah. on your number seven, but I think
0: you have to go to the bathroom.
1: If you look at your clock, I have to go to the bathroom.
0: <laughs> Burke's gotta go to the bathroom, people. Uh, let's see here. It's t- yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Okay, we went a little bit long. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Um, I I was just trying to get this shit in because we we lost an hour. We did, yeah. Um all right, ladies and gentlemen. We will be back. In a matter of seconds to you, but for Burke, it'll probably be 45 minutes. It'll seem like an eternity. It'd be awesome. We, we have we have absolutely no clue if Burke's going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not slurring that much. Come on. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Talk to a, you soon.
0: We're going to jump out of here on with some YouTube. Uh, have fun, Burke. Okay, bye-bye. You shake more than once. You're playing with it. I always shake more than once. What are you
1: talking about, man? Bad.
2: See the stone set in your eyes. See the thorn twist in your side. I'll wait.
0: All right, so we're gonna do this a second time Because Bert thought that we weren't recording we actually were I don't know So we went through the song twice Sweet Ah. But yes, my dear friend, I was actually recording. Well, good. I I guess I am on top of some shit <laughs> even when my shit doesn't work. Um here I'm pouring I'm I'm actually pouring a beer. Still Come have fuck. still have a half a half a cup. Of water. Hmm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are forty-four minutes, or we're actually—I uh, started the timer at five fifty. I've
1: 50. lost track yeah. of fucking everything tonight. I don't seven, care, whatever.
0: Seven minutes into this because we had to listen to everybody knows twice. <laughs> um, we are on Scott's number seven. Yes, yes, we are. Another UK group, Scottish group to be precise, uh, Scottish duo out of uh, Scotland. Yeah, that, that. <laughs> the Scottish group out of Scotland. Dumbass! What are the odds? Uh, wrote a song called, well, actually, they didn't write it. Somebody what? else wrote it. They They wrote it. They re released it. They covered it? Yeah. I did not know that. Hold on. I'm going to be 500. Oh, 500 Miles is a song written and performed by Scottish Jew. Actually, this is a new song. There is a different song called 500 Miles, Mm. which came out in 1968. What? Yeah. Okay. But this song. I'm Gonna Be 500 Miles by the Proclaimers was released in 1988.
1: This was in the uh, Benny and Jules soundtrack, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Correct.
1: When I wake up,
2: well, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who wakes up next to you. When I go out, yeah, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you. I get drunk Well, I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who gets drunk next to you And if I heave, Yeah, I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who's hovering to you But I will walk by
1: I do love this song.
2: The mind working hard for you. And when the money comes in for the work I do, I'll pass almost every penny on to you.
0: When I come home, you.
2: I know I'm going to be. I'm going to be the man who comes back home to you.
0: That Johnny Depp?
1: This song has got a little bit of the tub something vibe to it, or tub thumping sounds like this song.
0: All right. This song in 1988 reached number 11 in the UK <laughs> on its initial release and has since become their most popular song worldwide. It it was a number one hit in Iceland, (laughs) then number one in Australia, and made number one in New Zealand in 1990.
1: is a happy, upbeat song. I love this tune.
0: Yeah, it's actually surprising that that's on my list with the depression rock. I know, right? (laughs) (sighs) Um, It's just, you know, I I didn't have a lot to say about this song because. You don't need to. It's fucking awesome. It's just a fun, happy, upbeat song that I love to listen to whatever shit goes wrong all right sir we are up to burke's numbers dude we we've only got six left
1: oh god it's only taken us 12 hours to get here oh uh, dude
0: well some of us can handle our alcohol
1: some of us can handle our computers
0: dude i'm telling you i'm telling you right now <laughs> I have gone through so many shows being the drunk one. (laughs) I am going to live on this. (laughs) What do you have for number six, my friend?
1: Uh, I got a couple songs. Um, And this is definitely a dude. He's been around forever. Um, This album was phenomenal, especially in the 80s. Uh, This album was in 1983 he redid a song that he did for a movie called cat people called putting out fire that's my kind of secondary pick but the song let's dance that's a great tune man this is david bowie uh with stevie ray vaughn's first commercial appearance on an uh, in the radio album whatever David was down in Texas and heard this guy playing guitar I was like oh, yeah, you you got to come play guitar for me and uh, he did it on both cat people and let's dance and and once you hear it you can never unhear it so this is David Bowie's Let's Dance <laughs> Good bass beat on this one too.
0: Okay, so the baseline in this is incredible. I love it, man. But not to mention the baseline, the the drum the the drum line underneath the baseline works uh, there's they're working so much hand in hand. Oh yeah. It's it's giving you this beat in your chest. It's it's a phenomenal song.
1: I've seen this dude I, I saw this I saw David Bowie at uh, Blossom Music Center with nine inch nails as the opener it was the the glass spiders tour is fucking amazing.
0: seriously wondering what the horn sounds were.
1: You can watch the Rick Bietto video where he breaks down all the different tracks on this. It's 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 really intense. Like the bass line is a bass guitar, but then it's also a synth bass blended in. Here's C Ray on playing guitar man, this is a good piece of music man
0: yeah, David Bowie was one of the iconic uh eighties nineties seventies eighties nineties yeah uh star of of all times. I mean everything the guy sang was was a hit.
1: It was gold, man. He yeah. was all gold.
0: You gotta love him. All right, anything else for your number six? Nope.
1: That's None all I got, man.
0: Oh god. <laughs> so we're gonna move into a, a song. That came out in 1989 on an album called "Seasons End," and I, I was torn on this, uh, because I think the song "Seasons End" is a very pertinent song, um, to what's happening today in in the world, and and honestly, as a matter of fact, you know what here. Uh, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm um, I'm sorry. I'm gonna change it. No, go ahead. Um, I I had I had a song called uh, "The King of Sunset Town," and it it's a great song. Um, it's it it really is a great song. Um, but. With with climate change and all the shit that's going on right now I I think I need to to, to play uh, Season's End by Marillion um, It's off of the same album It came out in 1989 And uh, But I, I guess you just have to listen Song "Seasons End" by Merillion. Good stuff. And and I, I think I'm gonna reiterate one of the lyrics, which was, and this is actually written in the comments. It's redone in the comments over 40 times. Getting close to season's end, I heard somebody say that it might never snow again in England. This was 40 years ago, and we're dealing with climate change now. Yeah. Uh, you know, tell me who's smarter, the politicians or the musicians? mm mm-hmm. uh, This has been one of my favorite bands for a majority of my life. Oh, yeah. I uh, know. Uh, <laughs> I've I've made Burke listen to him. I've made <laughs> Scott Tillman listen to him. I've made Bob Cavanaugh listen to him. Listen man. It's a great band. It's a progressive rock band. They sing about things that are important to the world right now. 10 years ago they came out with a song called Gaza and think about this. There's war in the Gaza Strip right now. That's, you know. I I live my life by Merlin. <laughs> I'll always have, always will. Then, uh, if if we need, if they say we need to clean our clean our act up, then we should probably start listening to people, Bruce Springsteen. Merillion Peter Gabriel all of these guys are telling us to start looking at the shit that we're doing yeah <laughs> love the background brother <laughs> all right um, I guess we're we're up to your number five, five. Holy, yeah. f- holy hell
1: I'm going a little lighter than you. <laughs>
0: I, you know, I, I didn't mean to go heavy. I, 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 really didn't mean to go heavy. It's just that's that's me. That's what's I,
1: important to you, man. That's the song yeah, that impacts you.
0: I, I, I mean, the 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 environment has been something that has bothered me since the '80s, and and pollution. Pollution in our oceans. I I am a sailor. I I have a huge thing about people throwing plastic shit away. You know, and and that you know I don't know. You're into the sailing channels. This oh is yeah, something, that's something that should bother you. It does. Um, I mean the fact that this song was written in the 1980s and we haven't done shit to fix it. No. Yeah. Anyways, we're going a little bit lighter here. You're correct. Uh, I'm. You're going to actually talk about one of my favorite songs. So go ahead. Uh, this
1: song, and I just recently found out this song was about a lady with the last name of uh, Rockette. Uh, she was dating a gentleman in this band, mm-hmm. and uh, this guy's name was Steve Picaro. Yes. Yet it was written by a guy named David Paish. Paish. And it was sung by Bobby Kimball. So many listeners assumed it was Kimball who was involved with Rosanna Arquette, it is Toto, 1982, and the song is Rosanna. Steve Lukather's guitar. He's got two solos in this song and they're both great.
0: He actually does a phenomenal job through the song. But David Page on on keyboards is is another one that's incredible. Oh yeah.
1: songs that like has the crescendo and a decrescendo, and it brings it back down, and then the crescendo, and that's yeah, just so good, man.
0: But I, I think almost every Toto song is that way. Yeah. I, I think my biggest thing with Toto songs is the percussion. Uh, You not only have a drummer, but you have a percussion section, Mm -hmm. and the the build-up between both of them is incredible. Listen to his voice. Well, it's
1: two different singers. That's the best part. Down. Oh, God, so good. That's just good stuff, man.
0: Yeah, we're we're four minutes into the song, and an, an eight-minute song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I mean, four minutes into a song, and that entire audience is into this whole thing.
1: It's like I love. The, 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 I love Africa this song just is just slightly better in my opinion I just I love this song alright man let's roll with this you got another number five song to hit us with soon
0: So good. Uh, Yes, I have a number five song. Uh, It came out. You can't play. (laughs) Oh, yes, I can. Trust me. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Came out September 1986. And I do believe that both Burke and myself have this gentleman as probably the top artist ever.
1: Yeah, these these top five really could be interchangeable at any point in time. But, uh, yeah, I, I have him up in my
0: top five, definitely. Now, this gentleman has several songs that I am in dire love with. <laughs> um, but the song I'm about to play for you actually has multiple Grammy Award winning artists playing along with them.
1: You got New World music in that. You've got oh yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, what what is her name? Um, uh, it was I, a dude, I think. Well, no, I, I'm talking about the 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 female vocalist in this. Um, <sighs> It'll pop into me, but here, here, just take a listen.
2: Stand and stare again Till there's nothing left of oh, 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 it remains there in your eyes Whatever comes and goes I will hear your silent call And I will touch this tender
1: I don't know who the lady is in the live version, but she is amazing.
0: It took a little bit of search, but it's Paula Cole. Mm. Yeah, I knew uh, that
1: Yesu Dower was the guest vocal. He was the, the guy that was like the world music in yeah. the background. Like to
2: see so much fame.
1: Such good
0: music. I mean,
1: it's me
2: just...
0: The orchestration is incredible. Paula Cole is to die for on backing vocals. Uh, the, I'm not going to get into the dancing. The production values with the dome over them when they start going into the song is Incredible. That's, here's here's the thing. Um, Peter Gabriel is is a lot like Billy Joel. Uh, he's a lot like Kurt Reznor Kurt Resner, Al Green. Um, this is uh, Lou, Rawls. Lou Rawls. When yeah. when I worked with Lou Rawls we would sit down and and rehearse and he actually wanted the lighting guy to rehearse with them so that everything was in sync peter gabriel's the same way it's i mean mean, look at these guys they're in sync all the way through the song just it's phenomenal uh Peter Gabriel's one of my favorites and I've said this before. He was the one of the founding members of Genesis. Yep. Vocal wise Vocal wise the guy's not the best, but he was smart enough to put people around him that were great. Red Rain.
1: His his vocals are still just outstanding. I mean, he's got that soul that he just he pumps it in all of his songs. I mean, it, it sounds so good.
0: Um, let's see here. Red Rain. Mm. One of the best songs he ever wrote. Uh, in your eyes. Mm-hmm. So do you remember what movie this is from?
1: Oh, uh, John Kuzak say anything? Correct. Um Holding the Boombox above his head. Oh yeah. Yes sir. That's yeah, iconic.
0: He did he did a collaboration with Kate Bush. Which is probably the best ballad ever written. Yeah. Called Don't Give Up. Um, I, I think that maybe the first time I heard
1: that was actually in uh the Miami Vice. And, oh god, it was just it was killer. It was just absolute killer in that in that TV series.
0: All right. I'm sure at some point in time, we're going to hear a little bit more about Peter Gabriel. So we're going to move on here to Burks number four. Yeah. I think we've heard from these
1: guys before. If not, have we'll hear them again. Have <laughs> we? we? I don't, It's been a long, long night. Have,
0: has it? It has is. It? Yeah, a
1: little bit, man. But we started... 5 p.m. my time it's almost one o'clock in the morning now oh oh anyway yeah uh i've always loved this band um i love this song absolutely uh it was used in the movie real genius uh, but it's actually a really dark song with a really light poppy sound you know behind it and everything uh 1985 uh, tears for fears and everybody wants to rule the world now how you get such simple chords Make such a beautiful
0: song as "Beyond Me." I, if there's nothing to it, but yet there's something to it. Yep. The heyday. This is the heyday of Tears for Fears. This is this is before anything that went big. Uh they had Mad World before this, and that was about it. Um and honestly, when this video came out on MTV, it was one of the top-rated videos. For a
1: long time,
0: and it's awfully silly.
1: Uh, they're using three-wheeler Yamahas for crying out loud! That that dates that video. <laughs> way up there. Obviously, it's my number four, so.
2: Yeah,
0: it it was one of the best songs by Tears for Fierce. I love I love uh, Woman in Chains, but This and Shout yeah,
1: such the, good tunes. Oh my God!
0: Biggest songs of this band, uh, and and I love them to death. Uh, I so gotta was, ask it. Yeah.
1: What's the timer on the wall say? Fifty seconds. It sounds like it's time for a break because I got to take a break.
0: Rick Splatter is saying he's done.
1: Yeah. Yes, it is. All right,
0: ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a little break here. We'll
1: be right back. kids, we're back. Surprisingly, we're still here, which is kind of
0: amazing. But we did have about an hour, an hour of shutdown, uh, and uh, Port Burke uh, kept drinking through it. My bad. I'm I'm starting to feel bad for you, (laughs) because I'm on my second wind here. Uh hey ladies and gentlemen, we are Scott's number four. And the thing about this is that this is a band that has been mentioned before. So I don't have to go through a bunch of bullshit. Sweet. I just I just need to play it. Play that stuff, man. I can't hear.
1: the same kind of vibe as in your eyes man that, that that beats
0: very similar. Very close. But David Page on that keyboard with that. Da, 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 da. David Page. I think the uh,
1: fact that this song has been redone in so many different formats, like, like orchestral, you know, like they've done. I can't even explain myself. I've heard acapella groups do this yeah. song. I've yeah. heard, you know, 20-piece f- orchestras do this song. I've heard choirs do this song. It's just kind of a testament to, like, how good a piece of music it really is.
0: Um, I, I have said this before uh, many a times in bars around the country this is the one band besides Marillion that I would go out and tour and not have to be paid. (laughs) These guys could just give me a room, give me food, and I would be fine with that tour. Um, It their music is so intricate and so much fun. I mean, it's separated into different, different sections so well that it's it's probably one of the funnest shows to light because because there's so much intricacy in the songs and uh, uh, yeah, uh, it's it's just. One of the bands that I've always wanted to work for and have never had the chance. Uh, the The songs that they have are orchestrated more like, uh, more like orchestral pieces.
1: Yeah, more like classical music than pop songs. Yeah, yeah,
0: a little bit, man. Anyways, we spent enough time on Toto. (laughs) If I go out on tour with them, I will let you all know (laughs) that you will not be getting paid. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Use a lot of yellow. All right, sir. What's your number three?
1: Oh, this one's kind of a gimme. It had uh, these top five could be pretty much in any order. Uh, and I chose this one from a number three. We've gone over this guy a lot in some previous podcasts. It is his magnum opus. This is Prince and Purple Rain.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you want to hear the intro to this, or do you?
1: Nah, want to just get into the good stuff. Get into the song, my friend.
0: Take a point. I I think I I picked it. I just have to play. play, play, play. Hit, the, hit the button.
1: Wow, good hidden button points.
0: Thank you. Playing with my penis.
1: In fact, he puts strings in this like the Beatles used to do back in the old days.
0: Would you consider this his opus? Oh, yeah.
1: such a slow build, man.
0: But he does, he does such an incredible job of building each layer.
1: We can listen to this whole damn song. We need to. We need to move, man. <laughs> we
0: did a whole show on this. Hey, you got to slow your roll, buddy. Because you're almost to the best guitar solo This is what made Prince.
1: He doesn't even hurry this solo. He just rolls into it and builds. And god damn, god. off the theme for a oh while god damn man
0: he just makes me want to be a promoter It's his opus. I know that. It's it's, it's it's his Beethoven's fifth, dude. That has to be the most incredible song to come out of the eighties. I you
1: could you could you could say that maybe the most incredible song to come out of the past fifty years. Just
0: I, I, there's there's. I just don't know what I could put up to that. I mean, I my top three can't even touch Purple Ring. Yeah. That, will we ever see a prince again? Somebody like Prince? Shit. Who knows, man? I, I mean,
1: there's... There's always a bigger fish in the sea, but are we going to be around to see it? That's the question. Uh, I don't know.
0: Hey, we've, uh, we're have on my number three now. Uh, All right, our, man. Sorry, Prince. Bye-bye. Um, <laughs> we've already talked about this band once. Yes. Yes. Uh, we are coming from the album Strange Ways Here We Come by The Smiths brought to you in September in nineteen eighty-seven, yes, the year I graduated high school. Oh, I shouldn't say that out loud. Yeah, just fuck it. Play the song. I'm the ghost of trouble, Joe.
1: Eighteen months ago, yeah, they're mods. That's awesome.
2: I, I miss my bed, and I soon came home. They said there's too much caffeine in your bloodstream, and a lack of real spice in your life. I said, Leave me.
1: If you brighten this song up and speed it up, it is uh, Welcome to the House of Fun by Pandas. Really? <laughs>
2: Strain all over
0: again. Uh, okay, I, I've I gotta say this again. Morrissey. Morrissey has a way of writing lyrics that, that are so politically incorrect.
1: It's <laughs> the best, isn't it, though?
0: That it makes the song brilliant. <laughs> I mean, he talks about fat people. He talks about... <laughs> oh, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. Oh. <laughs> Alright, the Smith... The sp- The Smiths was really, uh, became a favorite of mine because of my sister. Really? My sister started listening to them first.
1: Oh God. I did not know that.
0: I came home one day and she was like, oh, you gotta listen to this. And I popped that CD in or it was the tape. Just said. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, holy fuck, these guys are awesome. <laughs> and, then, and then like two days later She comes up to me and she goes They broke up <laughs> <laughs> Fuck <laughs> Bastards <sighs> Alright um, uh, Enough of the Smiths <laughs> We're on Bricks number two Alright
1: this is a little song I absolutely love this song I love the beat. I love the tempo. It's a weird song because it was slightly sped up to fit the pop format of time. So you can't actually play this on instruments unless you tune them up like one quarter note. Um, it is one of my favorite bands, but I just, this song, I, it's one of the, once again, one of those songs I have to stop and listen to, you know, if i hear it i have to stop and listen to it it's just it it's 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 happy it's upbeat i love it 1981 the police every little every little thing she does is magic
0: asked this of every police fan that I, 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 I've i ever come up to. If he would have stayed in the band, would they not have surpassed Genesis? Mm.
1: That's a great question. I No, because he really went he really had a different direction he wanted to go in. He really needed to leave the band. Um, they would but, not have done good music together after. Uh, I don't even know what their last album was. Synchronicity, maybe.
0: I, I think Synchronicity was their last album. Yeah,
1: and I love
0: but, his. I love his solo music also. But here's here's the thing. I don't think Sting's solo music ever hit the pinnacle that the police hit no but that doesn't matter not every
1: popular song is a good song and not every loser song is a bad song I I love some of his stuff I mean he did some great stuff with uh Wynton Marcellus who is a yep uh, just a phenomenal phenomenal artist um is dream of the blue Blue turtle i believe was the album just some really beautiful lyrics beautiful uh, compositions because they weren't popular doesn't mean they weren't good um but this song here man makes me happy every single i love the jamaican accent i I, the i love everything about this song so Good, good backbeat to
0: it. God, look how young he is. I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And they so- were at the,
1: they were at the point of the career that they didn't care, which was awesome. <laughs>
0: Yeah, That's this was, stuff. This was very close to their last album together. Uh,
1: 1981. Um they had two I think they had two other albums
0: after this, but yeah. How sad. Alright. We're up to Scott's number two.
1: Oh dear lord, what's it gonna be?
0: They were just inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame a couple of years ago. Ooh. Ooh, yes. He is originally from England. He is what we would call a semi punk. Mm, okay. This album was called Kiss Me, Kiss Me Kiss Me Kiss Me and it was released in October 1987. Ladies and gentlemen, The Cure with Just Like Heaven.
1: If the kids from South Park love his music, I do Mm
2: too.
1: Listen to good music at this point.
0: (laughs) The Cure was founded in 1978. Really? By Robert Smith,
1: who was the lead
0: singer. Uh, They were actually formed in the city of Crawley, West Sussex. Robert Smith is the only member who has been a part of The Cure since the beginning. The band's debut album was Three Imaginary Boys, and the band was considered post-punk. The song that you are listening to right now actually hit. The top 10 in the US and made number one in the UK. I believe it. One of the very few punk rock bands to make it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
1: Not a lot of goth emo getting in there, yeah. So, yeah. No,
0: no. Um, The this song or actually this band was was huge for me um hmm. it, it was the it was the first bit of music that i got into where where you could release the the inner demons that you had with music um what was their one album destruction yeah eh. that was a good album yeah um, and when I say inner demons, I you, you got to understand when, when I grew up in, in my high school, I, I was basically treated like shit. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, I the, there was a kid, Scott Decker, Scott Decker kicked me in the balls. Ow, every day my senior year. Not slash his tires, but that's me well i no, I became friends with Todd Costello, who is very big and <laughs> Scott decker stopped real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so you mean, were
1: friends with Rosac back then
0: no rosec i I didn't meet Rozak until uh I think that was my sophomore year in college, oh okay um. I didn't meet him until, until, uh, uh, Catholic camp. Yeah. Um, yeah. We yeah. met at church camp. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> good, good times. Real good times. Come on out to camp and let me play with you, my friend. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah. but, you know, uh, like I was saying, high school sucked for me, um, I went through a lot of shit, and i I kind of realized now after the the Navy and all that stuff, I didn't need to to go through that. Um, I I really should have stuck up for myself, but i i was I was in this I was in this frame and mindset that violence was wrong, and. I felt that there was a different way to get through it. Um, I must have got
1: lucky in high school because I really didn't care what anyone thought of me, and well, the, I just enjoyed myself. I had a, I had a great. I knew that high school was probably the best time of my life, and I just enjoyed it.
0: Well, the difference is that you were five five inches taller than me. Wow. Uh, I was a short little shit. I, when I started high school, I was a fat,
1: short, bad haircut kid. But I still had fun. I
0: don't know. Maybe, maybe growing up in Medina was was just a shitty yeah. way to grow up. Could be. I I don't know. Uh, junior high school. Let's see. Seventh. What's junior high school? Was seventh and eighth. Mm-hmm. So it was eighth grade. I literally was knocked out by Brad Doherty by him slamming my head into a locker. Ooh. I, I still have a bump on the on my forehead here from that. Damn. Um dude, I Glenn no, it wasn't Glenn Brandt, somebody else. I, I had a moped. And Somebody hated me so much that he threw a fucking stick through my front tire as I was driving at 25 miles an hour.
1: Yeah, it's going to hurt.
0: Caused me to flip my moped. Um, landed face first. Didn't go to school for a week because my face was ground down on the ground. Yeah. A little meat crayon, yep. Yeah, a little bit of a meat crayon there. But you know what hey, here's the thing. i I went in the Navy. I'm a totally different person now. <laughs> Any of the motherfuckers want to come play with me now? Come on down. You will not survive. <laughs> like that. anyways, on that note.) <laughs> 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 After
1: all that <laughs> death and destruction talk, we're going to talk about a happy, fun song now. It's a banjo song.
0: <laughs> we're up to perks number one. Just say when, my friend. <laughs> so you pick. I
1: actually picked two songs. You had one of them, so my other one is uh, is 1986. It's another Peter Gabriel song. It is Sledgehammer. And according to Gabriel, the lyrics could refer either to the love between. Oh, wait, I can't read that all. Hold on, please. (laughs) Between a man and a woman, or the relationship between a person and God. So, Sledgehammer, my number one tune.
0: Long intro. How fucking long is this?
1: Way too long. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. video won nine MTV music awards in 1987. it won the best, best british video award in 1987 and it was nominated for three grammy awards for best male rock vocal performance record of the year and song of the year so it's a big deal man this was a big big song back in the day man
0: Uh, the graphics are.
1: Yeah, the video is amazing. I mean, it was a lot of stop motion and everything. And this poor guy sat on his back under a glass tabletop for like a week doing this bit of video. Hi. Oh, we're gonna need you in a week or so. Oh God. We're gonna do. Uh... Old songs that have been redone in modern TV and movies, such as Kate Bush. All right, how you doing? My daughter has just come back from a long, long day at Cedar Point. Twenty rides. <laughs> But you're not sunburned, so. I get a little sun, but not bad.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, no, that's a bruise. 24,000 steps. (laughs)
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Burks number one. That was Sledgehammer.
1: I love that
0: song. Yeah, Sledgehammer. 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 Sledgehammer.
1: Yeah. So, we're down to you,
0: man. I guess so.
2: Um,
0: Yeah? I, I'm. I'm uh, that is. Is Sam gone? She is gone. Oh, I thought we we could get an update on Cedar Point and how things went, but uh, she's got bruises and walked twenty four
1: thousand steps, and she had a great time, but she is just destroyed. So she's going to bed right now. All right. So Scott's number one. Hey, before we do that, yeah, would you like to go over our old list real quick? Fuck.
0: I have uh, it up here. I would I would like to, but I lost my piece of paper because it's behind the couch. That's after right. I, 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 I threw up my hissy fit when my computer died. So your picks from 15 to
1: 1, Genesis in Too Deep, Kate Bush, yeah. The Woman's Work, Kate Bush, Hounds of Love, mm-hmm. Tears for Fears, Mad World, yeah, Midge Uri, Dear God, New yeah. Order, Bizarre Love Triangle, yeah, Yazoo, Only You, Bon uh-huh. Jovi, Blood for Blood, yep, Ultravox, Dancing with the Tears in Your Eyes, mm-hmm. uh, Marillion, The King's of Sunset Town, yeah, Peter Gabriel, Red Rain, and Don't Give Up, End In Your Eyes. You got a three-way tie there. Yeah, uh, Toto, Africa. The Smiths, uh, a rush and push, and the land is ours, or I am human. Uh, the Cure, just like heaven. And then, you too, Sunday, so Bloody Sunday was your top pick. Mine was, I had Journeys Don't Stop Believing just because I hated the song originally and then kind of learned to like it later in life. Tommy owns, uh Jenny 8675309 m because that was just a good kind of song back in the day. Uh, The Knack, My Sharona, Uh, Billy Idol's Flesh for Fantasy, which is a great song. Uh, ZZ Top's Give Me All Your Lovin', which that was huge on MTV for a long, long time. And it's just kind of weird to think that song is over 35 years old at this point in time. But anyway. Uh, Rick Astley's never going to give you up. That that guy hit a Yeah, what
0: ha- what happened with Rick Astley? Well, I, I,
1: I love this song, and it hit a billion views on YouTube, and God bless him, but it's just like, eh, that just doesn't hold as much appeal for me today as it did back then. So, you know. No. Uh, Phil Collins in the air tonight. We had that. Uh, Aha, Take On Me, which was a huge song back in the day, but just doesn't hold as much punch for me today as it did then. Uh, Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me, which was a massive song back in the day. Uh, David Bowie's Let's Dance, Prince Purple Rain, Toto Rosanna, Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, The Police, Everything, Little Things She does Is Magic," and Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer. So my top five are pretty much my top five. So.
0: All right.
1: Yeah, so um, you are to your number one. Sir, what is your number one song? My
0: number one? is the same number one that you named off about <laughs> 30 seconds ago. It is still Sunday Play Sunday, which is off of the War album by U2. Um that this came out March 1983 and I think I I cannot remember when the uh the Olympics were in Los Angeles. I think it was 1994. Um, But if it was 1994, I went to Idaho to visit my uncle in 1994, I think it was. Whatever year the Olympics were was when I went. And uh, U2's album had just come out. I was so enthralled by the song. I was so enthralled by by the band. Um, it was something that was new, it was kind of semi-punk. They came out, they were against things like war, and... Ooh, Red Rock, good, good
1: venue.
2: This song is not a rebel song, this song is Sunday, bloody Sunday.
1: I love the sick of drums. peanut butter song there too.
0: stopped no oh, i didn't mean to <laughs> i um,
1: was uh i love that song i was i was a slightly bigger fan of gloria but that's
2: a good song.
0: gloria was a great song off of that album um the, there were a lot of good songs off, the, off oh, of yeah. the entire war album was great oh, yeah. um i i have nothing to to actually sit back and go hey it sucked um, <laughs> i i mean i grew up with 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 the u2 thing um i i became a huge fan in 19 uh 84 and I don't think I stopped being a fan of them until probably 1992 when I became the the Marillion fan. Um, and I never stopped being a fan, but Marillion kind of became something. Your, your focus. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and then after Marillion, I kind of went punk. You know, the punk, punk. Peter Gabriel, different things like that. I things with the cause became important to me um, right right after high school, really. So anyways, um, that was my number one. Uh, I don't know if Burke's number one was better than mine. y'all tell us. It's all
1: personal preference, man. I I respect mine, and
0: I respect yours. That's that's what Facebook's for. Go ahead and tell us.
1: <laughs> tell us which one of us is wrong.
0: Yeah, um, I'm looking at the clock. It's freaking one o'clock where you are. It's damn near two o'clock where I am. But yeah, uh, um,
1: I uh, yeah, I'm I'm tired, for some reason. I, I, I'm spent, man. There's a lot. It, it, well, we had some interruptions, and but we made it.
0: We got here, man. Hey, and we were not both slurring by the end. No,
1: yeah. You actually understand. Yeah, no. It's <laughs> a banner day for us. <laughs> Hell, man.
0: Does this mean I start drinking water every time with our show?
1: and now just pop it's all right (laughs) hey
0: ladies and gentlemen go to our facebook page tell us what your favorite songs were through through your childhood
1: your your high school college years that's that's actually going to be interesting stuff to read
0: I I think it'll be fun to read Um, on that note we have nothing else to talk about. I don't think. Nah, I'm um, I'm I'm
1: done. I'm spent. I'm ready to go. Bye bye now.
0: Do we have anything coming up? Oh no. Oh no. yes, we do. No, yes, we, we
1: do. don't. No.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, September twentieth through the twenty fourth, we will be, we will be at the Commodore Resort in Putin Bay holy hell I don't even know what to say to that um come on by the bar uh after the races after the race activities come see us have a good time buy us a beer uh we'll buy or we'll you buy you a
1: beer, beer or whatever
0: yeah <laughs> I, I haven't figured that one out yet <laughs> I can't wait to see people. When when I get up there. Um Burke's picking me up from the airport at at seven o'clock in the morning. Ah,
1: fucking A, man. Whatever. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'll be there.
0: And we're heading straight to Putin Bay. Oh god.
1: <laughs>
0: I plan on drinking about eleven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that's right all right all right I, kids I, i've had a long night um i've had a long day at work i've had enough have you had enough burke
1: i'm done i'm spent i'm toast Burke's i'm crispy face, crittered
0: Burke's face I, I can't right even now. look up
1: man i was like i have slits for eyes it's i can't bad. even look at the camera i'm like it's uh it's bad it's bad it's bad it's bad <laughs>
0: Oh, we got to do this shit more often. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, on that note, from Burke, myself, please go to the website, davisanddavisshow.com.
1: Check out our Facebook page and some Instagram posts, hopefully.
0: Uh, Other than that, I'm, yeah, fuck it, I'm going to bed. Good night, everyone. Have a good one.